Here, let me go wipe off this stuff. Hold on. Okay, go go wipe off the stuff. Go wipe it off. Wipe off the stuff. Yo, wipe it off. Wipe it off the stuff. Yeah, so I'm trying to get better bread. I'm not... I can make a bread and it tastes good and everything, especially like you put butter on. It's delicious. But I'm not very consistent and there are some flaws and I want to be really good at it. Well, yeah, it takes a lot of practice. Making bread's a strange thing, a very complicated process. Yeah. And the fact that anyone figured it out is crazy. I know. And the thing I sort of resisted... A book like I bought so I got a book for Christmas and then I bought another bread book and I was resisting it because I felt like listen people were baking bread without thermometers and testing like the ambient temperature and then the temperature of your flour and then making the water a certain amount of degrees Fahrenheit like it was probably Celsius but I just kept failing <laughs> so I, needed, I needed science thank you science so now I'm doing it no, I mean, baking is science, but it is amazing that people used to be able to do it without all those specialized pieces of equipment. Oven temperature, you know, what temperature is that oven? They put their hand in, like, mm, <laughs> it's not ready. Yeah, maybe breads, uh, that's why they're all flatbreads up to a certain point. Well, that's true, because, yeah, do you know how yeast was discovered? Uh, in a woman's vagina? Well, there's that. <laughs> that that a- was how cheese was discovered. <laughs> I thought, no, they. I thought that they was just, in an uncircumcised penis. That's how cheese was discovered. Oh, both. It was both. They're like, hey, I got cheese in my, and you have cheese. Hey. Should we leave this in as like a pre-talk to the to the podcast? Yes, I don't know. One hundred percent. No, it's too crude for me, Autumn. Well, that's listen. We had this conversation for real, so it needs. It's if if our podcast is real, then we need to include the real. Keeping it real, keeping it real. That's what I, all right, we're going to change the name, keeping it real. Welcome to keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, and then that's when you can put in your horn. Drop the bomb. Stop the bomb. Drop the bomb. Stop the bomb. All right, well, do you know, you want to know how yeast was discovered? Okay, tell me. People were discarding just their pieces of dough i guess that they weren't using into their little area where they were keeping their garbage or trash and the they would go back to it and they would see that it was like bubbling and living and so they would take a piece of that and they would put it in the recipe that they were making with the dough or like making um another set of breads i guess and they were using the old discarded dough and it was making their breads taste better and maybe get bigger, like more air in it and stuff. And it was because there's wild yeast in the air and in the flour that like lives in the flour. So that's how sourdough starters work. You just mix flour and water and you just let it sit and it just starts growing because there's natural yeast in the air. And so that's why it's different in San Francisco, right? Isn't that where sourdough is a thing? Yeah, they, t- they take ownership of it. Right. And it's because it's a specific Yeast in that awful San Franciscan air. Exactly. Yeah. What an awful city. Mmm. Tastes like tailpipe. Yeah. It had to have changed over the past several years with all the blowhards who have moved there. Is that a thing? I didn't know that. What do you mean? Like environmentalist blowhards? or no, All those tech people. Oh. All the tech people who move there and they're exhaling their bullshit constantly. <laughs> it's probably changed the yeast content in the air. I bet San Francisco sourdough is not what it used to be. Back when it was a nice working town. Right. Hard workers. Now it's, what is it, like man buns? 
Yeah, I don't know what the stereotypical uh, tech bro is at this point. Yeah, I don't either. But I know that they live in San Francisco and work in Silicon Valley. Yes, it's, sil- <laughs> it's Silicon, but you call it Silicon and it really angers them. And they, they have buses. They have buses that ship them out. They don't even uh, live near where they work. I'm like, we'll ruin San Francisco and take a <clears> bus <throat> two hours to work. Get out of here. <laughs> I didn't know you had so, so much resentment towards San Francisco. I can't stand San Francisco. People say, oh, L.A., it's so fake. You know, what about L.A.? They're fake, but they're transparent about being fake. Hmm. And I can appreciate that. That's a nice thing. Transparent about being fake. You're exactly who you are. In San Francisco, it's all this false self-righteousness. You put something in the trash on them and it belonged in compost, you're done. You're finished. <laughs> Those people, they'll get rid of you. Right. You're, you're shunned. Oh, yeah. Kick you out of their city. You drive an SUV in that city, hmm. you get the dirtiest looks. Get out of here, they say. Everyone drives a Subaru. You piece of crap. <laughs> That's what they say. They say it aloud. Welcome, welcome to One Topic. I'm Autumn Fisher. <laughs> yeah, do it. I'll add some music after the fact. Okay, I'm Autumn Fisher, and I want you to introduce yourself. I'm Greg Russ. That way you know my voice, and when I speak, you know who I am. Right, and that's how our podcast works. Uh, we've been going back and forth on what we want to talk about today. It was going to be perception versus reality, and I I really like that idea. But um, Greg took some edibles recently, yeah, but I don't, and... I don't even know if I want to talk about that either. Now, I'm oh on really? The, I'm on this roll. I'm on this kick. So yes, let's first. This was what was on the table, okay. and 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 we're we're going to trade, right? Is that the way we're going to do this? One week you introduce a topic, one week I bring up a topic. Yeah, and I think it would be interesting to really give your point of view, and and that way we can trade back and forth the um, burden of research, <laughs> or lack, you know, the, so, lack thereof when I spring a topic on you after we start the show. Well, that's true, but that's fine. We're learning, we're we're growing, we're learning. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it would be neat to sort of one person has an idea wants to bring it and so they are the host sort of that week and so they bring up the topic they discuss they 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 give you your opinion their own opinions and then you get to sort of respond to that and you think about it also what do you think about that yeah i think that's a fine approach to this and i'm sorry that i'm switching the topic again perception versus reality i love the existential stuff Mm -hmm. this is mostly about the way i view the world uh this is what brought it up but we're not going to do this one today um, but it's like the way I view things and the way things actually are usually a vast discrepancy, but that's a topic for a different show. And then, yes, you said I'd been taking these edibles and I hate getting high. I hate it. Yet I still find myself eating some of these things. Like one of these times I'm going to like it and then I'll have something, uh, you know, to do at night. Uh, but I, I just was at the Trader Joe's. I was just at the Trader Joe's <laughs> and I, I hate grocery shopping. I hate food. Really? I find it to be a nuisance. Uh, and it also ties into our pre-show talk, which will keep some in about you and your baking. So, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the, that's what I want to talk about. Okay. The, the grocery store and my dislike for going to the grocery store because it's Trader Joe's. This is what set it up. You get into the Trader Joe's. It's a, what, it's a Sunday. Uh, I was in there at 11 a.m. The checkout line, and this may be because I live in New York, and maybe it's not like this in other places, but Trader Joe's, for some reason, has become the the darling grocery store for a lot of these people that I can't stand. Like, there's a guy walking around looking like Modest Yahoo. Remember him? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like, well, look, there's Modest Yahoo. And then down in another aisle in the frozen food aisle, there's another guy who looks like Modest Yahoo. <laughs> these, are the, these are the kind of people who shop there. Yeah. And the checkout line stretched 
honestly, through every single aisle in the store except for the produce aisles. It snaked its way through. This is all the people there, and they're all waiting to check out. And I was ready to leave, but I was with Christina, and she wanted to get some certain ingredients that apparently didn't have other places, even though they do have them other places, because people are so enamored with the Trader Joe's brand. And that's what's uh, the inspiration. That's, that's what's driving this. Interesting. So do you have anything on grocery stores to bring to the table? If not, we can just switch the topic here because I'm springing no, no. this on you. Um, I love a grocery store. At midnight, but... 1 a.m., that's a great time to go. Well, I'm in a different sort of boat than you. I love going to the grocery store by myself because... I'm usually forced to go with one or two of the kids. And that is just like releasing some cats and trying to contain them in a room. I mean, it's impossible. So when I get to go alone, I love it. I get to think about what I want. I get to look at the prices and really think about like price per unit. You know how they have the little thing that tells you it's $62 per pound versus $51 per pound. And so you know which one to get that's cheaper. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you get into that. It's like a bulk price that they show you. <laughs> yeah, the bulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So A wholesale you can see, price of some sort. Right, like net weight versus the price of this individual, whatever. So I love being able to do that. I love a self-checkout. Like, I do not need you. I, I don't need you to scan my thing. I got it. Um, I so we have a giant here, um, which is a grocery store. Do you guys have giants? No, uh, the grocery store that I'm all right with is the Stop and Shop, which uh -huh. you know a Whole Foods 365 opened up nearby. Is, it, is that what it is, or is it three? I don't even know Whole Foods. Okay. Uh, it's supposed to be the Whole Foods cheaper brand, but it's not. You go in, it's like a Whole Foods, and then the Trader Joe's opened up. So right. all the people who are too good for the Stop and Shop go to these other stores. I see. Stop and Shop, I'm fine with, even though it's still grocery shopping and people get in your way. But anyway, you have a. Giant. Well, I like our Giant. Uh, the Giant is expensive, and I don't like spending the money there. But what I do like is that they have these um, scanners that you can pick up at the front of the store. And you go around and you just scan your own stuff as you go, which is really fun. <laughs> Throughout <laughs> so, the store. This is uh, the future, I think, of grocery shopping. And then when you say, when you're done, you know, like on this device, you say, you know, that you're finished, you check out, and then it just brings up one barcode. And then when you go up to those self-checkout kiosk things, you just scan the one barcode and it makes your receipt and then you're done. All right. Well, I, how, I how does the security work with that? Because the self-checkout... You scan the item, please place the item in the bag. Then you place right. the item in the bag, and then it says, please place the item in the bag. It's like, I did place the item in the bag. Uh, and then it yells at you again. Yeah, and then you have to wait, and the thing flashes, and then the, the clerk comes over, and they're annoyed that you're <laughs> even needing their help because their job at that point, I guess, is just to stand there. That's what they yeah, want to do. and give you the... money sometimes if you need cash back. Yeah, but so that is, that is a, that's also a security thing. So it knows when you scan the food, it knows what it weighs. And then yeah. you put it in the bag and it knows that you're not trying to steal something like throwing something else in without scanning it. So right. I wonder the way you do it, how do they keep like you don't have to conceivably scan everything in your cart, right? Right. Yeah. I don't know how they do that because I don't even put my items on the belt. I just keep them in the you can like bag them as you go. You know, like you can bring your bags with you and then put the items in the bag as you after you scan them and you're still shopping. Or I'll, I'll take them out to my car and just put them in bags there. So I don't know how they 
and I steal all the time, <laughs> not on purpose, but I, I'm always, there's always something in the cart that I've forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Like, um, sure. I've still target. We're always leaving with something extra that like Pete threw in that we didn't see. Or, um, I think yesterday I stole some maple syrup that was just at the very end of my cart that I didn't notice when I was doing self checkout. And this wasn't at the giant, this was somewhere else, but yeah, I'm stealing all the time. i I feel bad. Like grocery stores already have really tight margins. I can't imagine what their like shrinkage allowance is. Shrinkage, right, is is the amount of like things that go missing or or damaged or stolen, like little things. You know, and along with the self checkouts now, how much are they losing? Maybe that's why grocery stores are closing. <laughs> yeah, uh, when I worked at a grocery store at the Publix, I would damage food on purpose. And then we go, you're supposed to bring it to the back and there's a damaged food pile uh-huh. and I don't know if they return it or, but I would damage it because then I could take it to the back, but then consume some of it. So uh, what it, kind of things would you damage? Candy. Mostly candy. <laughs> of course it's candy. Yeah. I would rip open candies, chocolates. Like, oh, oops. Got to take How this. How would you do it without it looking like if someone saw you on camera? I don't know. I think this was uh this was the nineties. There were cameras, but they weren't like they are now. It's grainy. Right. You know, you couldn't make out anything except for my glowing eyes, probably with that kind of technology. <laughs> I love those old grainy security you know, cameras. Mm-hmm. A different topic, though, for a different time. But you could never make anything out. And then, the, oh yeah, then all like the f- on a TV show or something, they'd zoom in on it. It would just get worse. <laughs> enhance though on the TV shows, like zoom in, enhance, enhance. Oh, enhance. and a little square would would show up on the screen, and then it would like digitally clear up in just that square. Yeah, which you can't do because you don't have the pixels to enhance. Else, right. the whole picture would look fine. Do you think was that in the Fugitive? Did they do that in the Fugitive? I'm sure they've done it all over the place. Law yeah. and Order <laughs> love doing that. <laughs> that I love computer interfaces in movies. <laughs> but the best one is um, that Sandra Bullock one where she was a computer person. What was that called? You got to come prepared. Uh, well, this was, I, should, I have to come prepared for this? Sandra, this crazy topic? Hold on. Sandra, Sandra Bullock computer movie. Is that what you're going to do a search for? Sure. The net. <laughs> the net. Is that what you're The net. Yes. The computer interface that she uses on the net is amazing. How much did it beep? And strange. They always add all those beeps. Like, beep, 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 beep. No, no computer <laughs> sounds like that. It's like for some reason a viewer is unsettled if they don't hear all those beeps, which also sound like coincidentally uh, self-checkout beeps at the grocery store. See, I got it back. Oh, you did it. Good job. That's the rule. That's the Yeah, rule. we have to bring it back. Well, you got to find a way to tie it back in. Else you're penalized, I think. I don't know, Ooh. but what what's the actual punishment? Not sure. I, I don't know. We we'll figure to, it out. Yeah, as we go on, it continues to evolve. But as I was saying, so I would also uh, uh, recently, I'm not proud, but I'm not really not so proud. I'm not embarrassed or ashamed by this. Uh, I was sent. So I was sent for like a gathering to the grocery store, and people wanted to make a goat cheese salad, <gasps> Ooh. which is fine. I'm fine with goat cheese. But do you ever do you see the price of goat cheese? Yeah. There's a log of it. I had to get a log of this, uh-huh. and it was fourteen dollars, and I didn't I didn't want to pay that. I was like, this is unbelievable for a goat. A goat just <laughs> peeing out some cheese. <laughs> I mean, I know it doesn't work like <laughs> that. I know there's more of a process, but you know, it's it's nice to oversimplify things in your brain when you're railing against them. Just because it makes it easier. Definitely. 
And it's like, uh, because if the goat's just, cheese. yeah, if the goat's just peeing it out, there's no reason it should cost <laughs> that much because the, the farmer's not doing much work. Right. Uh, but I mean, the difference between a cow, a cow's cheese and a goat's cheese, why is the goat's cheese so much more expensive? I just assume there's less people farming goats. Oh, for, the, the, yeah. The demand, the supply and demand. Yeah. I assume that's what it is. And maybe the process is somewhat different. Who knows? Okay. Maybe but, there's less fat in goat's cheese. So you think it's harder to make? Maybe, yeah, maybe it's more difficult to get the curds, yeah. get those sweet goat curds. It's it's worth doing some research. Into. They call it white gold. <laughs> you can go, go down that Wikipedia hole. <laughs> yeah. Go on Urban Dictionary and look up white gold and you'll see goat's cheese. <laughs> you should make an entry. <laughs> I'm writing it down. White gold. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Dictionary, you just... You just say whatever you want. It's like, what? Everyone calls goat cheese white gold. Yeah. And then other people read it and they believe it. Use um, it in the sentence. That farmer had the white gold. So the point is I took the goat cheese and I also bought something cheap like a potato that we didn't need. But when you do the produce with the self-checkout, mm-hmm. uh, you have to weigh it, right? So you put the potatoes on the scale, then you press I have potatoes, and then it weighs it. And uh-huh. then that sends it to the scale uh, next to it where the bags are so it knows you're not stealing. So I put the goat cheese on with the potato. And so it thought I was buying, uh, you know, let's say one potato weighs half a pound and maybe way off. Any potato farmers, just give me a break here. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's a big potato. Uh, and then the goat cheese weighs half a pound. So the scale that's where the bags are is expecting one pound, but I'm being charged for one pound of potatoes rather than the goat cheese. So I stole it that way. It's a little, wow. li- it's a little life hack. If you want to steal from the grocery store, if you've got no ethics or morals, uh, just put an item on with some cheap produce and weigh it and kind of block the view of the security guy or whoever there is watching. Most of the time they're not watching so closely. And then, now, are you going to cosmically repay that? Like, do you ever do something like that? You're like, I'm going to do this, but I'm also going to do something else that's going to redeem it somehow. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I no. I've never no. made the, the choice. I've done something bad. Now I need to do something good to balance it. I think I do enough good things that maybe it balances it out, but it's not. See, recently, um, Travis went and bought the kids some pants at Target, and I didn't like a couple of them. So I brought them back the same day. Um, and the rece- he had purchased seven. Oh, I'm sorry. We brought home seven items, but the receipt only had six. And one of the things I was trying to return was not on the receipt. And so she said at the customer service, she said, um, now I can't prove that you didn't purchase these on a different day. So you can take them if you want. And I thought my first was like, hell yeah, I'm going to take it because I want anything that's free always, (laughs) you know, but I also thought we always are stealing something. And so I felt ethically I should keep these at the target. So I said, I made it seem like I was doing this great thing. I was like, well, I think ethically I shouldn't take them. I mean, are you going to put them back on the shelf? She said, yes. So I said, okay, you keep them. I didn't say it was because we're always stealing from you. I'm going to not steal this one. So, but that's what I did because I was thinking I wanted to sort of rebalance my karma (laughs) in some way which i don't really even believe in i just felt like i've been bad before i should be good now if i have the chance to be good you believe it somewhere else you wouldn't do it well i do believe in like just being a good person that's the that's a reason it's not because there's karma and something bad will happen to you it's like hey i don't feel right doing this so i'm not going to do it because 
I want to be a good person. And that in itself is enough of a reward. I do feel like an energy might exist that we don't understand or can prove, you know? Yeah. I'm just especially. What's that? Well, go ahead. Well, especially, you know, when you think about sort of mob mentality, you know, I mean, that is an energy that people can feel and get caught up in and don't even realize what they're doing until afterwards, you know? And so I feel like there is, there is something to like a a mindset that if you are creating that mindset, then other people may also feel that mindset. And I don't even know. Like I said, I have no proof or ideas or anything. It just is a feeling that I have a notion. I'm just waiting for you to get us back to the grocery store. I, I know. I was I thinking want... I better get back there. And you know, that notion should be considered at the checkout when i'm in front of you and you see me knowing how to do it you should also look at me and say she knows what she's doing i'm gonna act like i know what i'm doing instead of these people who get in the self-checkout and they're like i don't know how this works they don't know the numbers to put in they don't know that bananas are 40 11 they're like i'm looking up everything i don't know and then you know it okay i'll give it to you they're not putting something on the belt and then the assistant needs to come over like put it on the goddamn belt you're floundering there a bit and i let you go but uh, all right, I'm going to give it to you. No, no, you know, punishment at this point. There's no, no, <laughs> Wait. no negative mark against your name. That Come was on, a that stretch. Was good. That was a stretch. Uh, it's always going to be a stretch. Well, just to wrap up what I was saying, too, if you're going to do shady things at the self-checkout, too, pay with cash. Because the only the, the stupidest thing I think anyone could do is if at some point they do see you in a security cam doing this, they let you go, but you pay with your credit card, and then all your information is there. What, what? Come on. That's theft 101. Pay with what cash. What are they going to do with your information? They're, They're letting you go. Then they have it. Then they have a, let's say there is a security cam that catches you putting the goat cheese on with the potato and stealing mm-hmm. it. And then you use your credit card. They're like, oh, we know who this person is now. And then they can find you if they want to pursue you for $14. Or they wait till you come back in. I don't know. I'm just saying don't leave a trail. A paper trail. Yeah, no trail. But you shouldn't do it anyway. Right. You shouldn't of course have, not. There's a resentment. That's all I'm saying is when I go to the grocery store, I hold a resentment because... So you were mad already at the grocery store, and then you were mad at the goat cheese. Well, Trader Joe's, I already don't want to go into because people wax poetic about it. I remember yeah. the one the one opened in Atlanta on Monroe, right? Right. And then it seemed like certain people that I knew, like Trader Joe's. I'm like, what is Trader Joe's? And then they told us what it is, and I said, that sounds like an interesting place. It never seemed that bad. I don't know when it caught on. But now you go in and the people are waving the flags and they're ringing the bell. And I know it's a, a form of communication amongst the staff, but it annoys me because it seems like an act and a show and maybe it's more efficient. This is just me being highly judgmental of a And place. do you know how they how the workers, how it works there if you're if you're an employee? No. You rotate all the time. So there are some days where you stock. There are some days where you're you know, behind the scenes doing, I don't know what there's some days when you were in that weird coffee thing. There's some days when you're a cashier that you're, you're all over the place and they switch throughout their shift. All right. I like that. I like that system. Actually, that's, uh, it's nice because do you go in to a grocery job wanting to do one thing? Maybe stocking is what I would want to do to stay away. Oh, from not me. I'm the cashier. Cashier's good too, but you have to bag yourself at Trader Joe's if you're the cashier. Oh, that's true. Because they have those little squatty lines. I will say, 
that uh, the cashier is there very fast, very efficient for as long as this line was, which no exaggeration, exaggeration snaked through every aisle. I've seen a line <laughs> to get into Trader Joe's people waiting to in get in to get in because the fire code says there's only a certain number of people allowed in there and they reach that number. And then it's like a club. People are outside waiting to get in and then someone leaves and then they allow the next person in. It blows my mind. It's not that special. It's not worth it going there to Trader Joe's and putting up with this. So you don't have any other grocery stores that you can go to besides the Stop and Shop and the Trader Joe's and the Whole Foods? Yeah, the Stop and Shop is fine. It's just a typical grocery store. Okay. It's right down the street. But I still going to grocery stores I don't like because... You get in the aisle, someone's blocking the aisle. There's yeah. a, there's an item that you want in the shelf that's right in front of the person who's blocking it. and then They're looking for cinnamon. They can't you, find it. You're pretending to look at other things because oh, you, don't, I hate that. you don't want to say excuse me to the person <laughs> yeah. just to grab the one thing that you know you want. Because I've said excuse me before and God forbid. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, uh, could I have said anything more insulting? <laughs> this is the reaction I get from some people. And this is at the Trader Joe's or just anywhere? Just anywhere. This ties okay. into grocery stores and why I hate it. I already resent eating. I resent it. I don't like eating. I don't like anything that's animalistic. Going to the bathroom, having sex, breathing. I can't stand. Have to breathe to live. Look, <laughs> you're, you're held hostage. You're held a hostage because you have to breathe. And if someone could take... You're, bo- you're, o- you're held hostage by your own body. Yes, and someone could take air and sell it and bottle it, and you had no access to it unless you bought it. You would have to, just like food. And I get that people work to bring the food to you, and there's got to be money. But it's it, it, it extends to restaurants and people that present oh, the food. It's more about the experience and the presentation, and the taste is important too, but maybe not. Shut up. I'm going to do $50 for a hamburger at some of these places. <laughs> So I had a way to get back to the grocery store. You can mark this against me. Uh-oh. Uh, I had a way to get back to the grocery store until I went on the restaurant part of, of the rant. <laughs> you blew right past it. You saw the turnoff. Yeah. No, I had I, it's somewhere <laughs> in the middle of that. It's like, this is how I'm going to get back. But I, <laughs> what, How do you feel about oh, the breathing? Aldi? The breathing. You I was like gonna, an Aldi? Well, I was going to say the breathing. I was like, and if someone could, uh, you know, bottle air and you had to go buy it. Yeah, uh, you know, you have to go to the grocery store for another uh, item. That's what I was going to say. That's like Spaceballs. <laughs> Perry <it's>, Air. <laughs> it's a commodity in space. Yeah. Yeah. Take it for granted here. Took the big, made the giant maid and sucked the air out of planet <laughs> Druidia. Uh, the ship just transformed into that maid. Which you could probably buy at a Walmart that sells groceries. A vacuum or a maid? Uh, Spaceballs the movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. In that $3 bin, that big bin of DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be some kind of tangible punishment that happens <laughs> if we can't. <laughs> I brought us back. I, I did it. I know. Uh, there should be a sliding scale of sorts, though. And it's like, okay. eh, you brought us back, but you still, like, if you can't bring us back at all, you lose five points. If you bring us back, but it's crap. Yeah. Well, who decides if it's crap? The other person. Well, or maybe or maybe people listening can decide. They okay. can write in their their votes. They can keep score as they listen. Yeah, this that, all right. The, the listeners keep score. <laughs> yeah, let's say that the scale's 1 through 5. Okay. And 5 is awful. You lose the 5 points if you don't get back. Okay. And 1 is the best? 
Well, zero. Like actually, actually, let's do zero. You get okay. zero points against you. So it's like golf? Well, yeah, you don't want the points against you. Okay. You want, you oh, want, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, you want to leave Scott free. So I feel like there's a lot of variations of a grocery store, right? There's just the straight up grocery store, like a Kroger, a Publix, uh, Whole Foods, even though those places do have little elements of other things like having a Starbucks in them or having like a magazine and book section and greeting cards and all that. But what do you think about something that is like a Walmart super center or those targets, the ones that have the food in them with like the fake um, bushel baskets of fruit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it makes it look like old timey, you know, farmer Joe came and delivered them to the target. <laughs> what do I think of those? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, th Are those less uh, offensive to you? They're probably worse because they draw on people who maybe didn't even know they wanted groceries. They went to buy something else at the yeah. store and now they're just wandering through the aisles on zero mission. I feel like it's the other way around. It's that they the Target was closer and they knew that they could get away with shopping for bullshit at Target instead of just we need tortilla chips and salsa. And then I'm also going to buy an air fryer. I'm going to pull the trigger on this air fryer. <laughs> yeah, you... 20% off today, home goods. You may be right. Target. I'm sure there are plenty of people who do go to Target or Walmart just to grocery shop and then they get sucked into the other section. Yeah. But I feel like there's just as many people say, I'm going to get new towels today. Right. My terry cloth is worn down, needs some softer ones. And then the next thing you know, they're in the goldfish cracker aisle and they can't decide if they want the original or the pizza mm. flavored. And I, the I know. The pops at Target, the chicka pop uh, kettle corn bags are two for five. You, how do you know this? Oh, I can't. I, I do not allow myself to buy the chicka pop kettle corn. I will eat it until I am sick. You like kettle corn. Oh, I love it. I love the salty and sweet. Really? Mm. I know. It's yeah, a, you don't? No, I know it's a big seller. It's just popcorn to me. I don't want it to be sweet. I never liked caramel corn. Oh, I don't like caramel corn either. I, uh, caramel corn? I, mean, I, you, I guess it's pronounced both ways, but there is an A in the middle. So I throw the caramel in. Caramel. Caramel. Caramel would be C-A-R-M-E-L. Yeah, but Christmas should be C-R-I-S-T, but it's... No, no, but that's a rule in our language. <laughs> is that the C-H... You can argue against those rules. There are plenty of stupid rules. Yeah. Just like there Does are it plenty. Come from Latin. Just, no. just like there are plenty of stupid spellings for grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ingles. Ingles. <laughs> Forgot about Ingles. I would. We have something called a little here. It's L I D L. Yeah. See, that's that shouldn't be spelled like that. But I think it's like Norwegian or something. It doesn't matter. Little. <laughs> like Aldi. What's in the little? It's like an Aldi except your bill is $20 more. So if you went to the regular grocery store, okay, so the difference, right? Aldi's the cheapest. Um, uh, Lidl is above that, like $20 more average. And then it's like 50 to $70 more at a regular grocery store. So, but the Lidl is cool because they have like a little bakery that you can get like fresh, fun pastries. And then they have, I mean, the Aldi already has weird aisle with i sound like a russian the aldi has weird aisle the aldi has a weird aisle with toys and uh i don't know like patio furniture sometimes do they have an aisle that only has toblerones no but i'm sure they have toblerones there i, I feel like those kind of stores it's like they really are into the toblerone yeah they have um 
Yeah, they have weird things there. They have like weird English tea cakes sometimes. They have really strange things at the Aldi. And the Lidl is the same way. But Lidl, you can also get like jumper cables. And here's a pile of slippers, you know. (laughs) Yeah, the lines Um, are blurred these days. No one knows what they want to be. Identities are all over the place. Well, the thing is, right. And I didn't understand this until I had these dang kids is the one stop shop because you have to schlep your kids out of the car. You have to wrangle them in their carts. They don't, you know, you just want to get the stuff that you need. You want to make one trip. So, which I never really understood when I was younger. I was like, just go to different places. It's stupid. But no, you want to go for one thing. So it's like, well, we need milk, but I also need um, a shower curtain. <laughs> so I want to go somewhere where I can get both instead of having to make two trips. But they have toys in these places quite often, right? They do. Which that, that come on, that's wrong. That's malicious. Come on in with your kids. Oh, yes. here's, the, here's the toy. You can't avoid it. You want to yeah. get uh, to, the, to the jumper cables from, from the fresh produce? Yep. You got to go through the toy aisle. It's yep. the only way. It's like putting the gift shop at the beginning of the, of the carnival ride. <laughs> no, I, no I, six flags I, oh, yeah. <laughs> at the carnival. Six flags at the end. It's like, all right, you're off the roller coaster now. Yep. Walk through our gift shop. Don't you want a Batman keychain? I rode the Batman. I mean, Las, Las Vegas is like that. Is it? Yeah. they uh, The sidewalks go up and over the streets. You can't even cross streets, really. And oh, so when you, when you go up and over, then you have to go through a mall, and then you go back down to the sidewalk. Oh. They force you through these stores. Oh, we were in Manchester. I think we were at the Manchester airport, and you had to go through the duty-free, basically like a mall to get to your gate and they had food items there right well yeah they always have like good that's i'm just just keeping it on chocolates you know and then liquor and, and then codeine makeup. pills yep no none of that <laughs> not at well in, in england probably not at the duty free but at the pharmacy yeah and you can just get codeine wow really yeah it's over the counter i mean you have to talk to the pharmacist and like hey, hey i have a headache and then they put your name on a list and i think they if you come to the same one too often, they'll tell you no. But there's plenty of stores. Oh. <laughs> That's bad. That's why people are on the dole. I don't know about the Tesco's there in England, though. I don't know if they have the codeine, but they're a grocery store. Is too. Tesco a grocery store? Yeah. <laughs> Good job. I love the Tesco. Yeah, That's why that, do you like it? What's the, the you love a Tesco. Yeah, I love the Tesco. I don't know. Why? It's because you go to England, you don't live there. Even though when I travel, I... I get a place and just pretend I live there. It's like, what did you do when you went to London? It's like, I went to the Tesco. I went to a movie. I just took the train, got off at a stop, went to a bar, went to the same bar the next night. It's like, wow, you didn't go see the sights? I was like, I don't need to see the sights. I'm pretending I live here for a week. I kind of like that. It's a, it's a nice I really way to don't do it. Like, I, I don't like, um, I, okay, I, this, is, uh, this brings us back to the grocery store, the way that I like to know what I'm doing at the self-checkout. I really like to know or at least act like I know what I'm doing. Like I never want to look like an outsider or someone who has never done this before. I just went, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, or maybe I even have like a secret knowledge about how to do this that you don't know. And I'm, I'm like that. Yeah. Like at the grocery store, I'm like that the airport, I do certain things at the airport. I'm like, I'm not going to stand, I'm not standing up. I'm not getting in this line. There's a sense of superiority that you feel at that point. Right. Because you yeah, know I want works. to feel superior. You know, the way it works. You're like, look at you fools. Right. And so I don't like going necessarily to the, I mean, I want to see tourist attractions because there's a reason why they're a tourist attraction. 
but I I always want to pretend or I, I want to be perceived like the person who lives there and I'm taking these people here <laughs> to the tourist attraction. You know what I mean? No, I get it. I like it. I like doing the same thing. It's like yeah. when you live in New York and people show up to visit, there's something takes over. It's like, let me show you around. Let me, let me show you the ropes. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then I honestly, this isn't even just to tie it back. I tend to do uh, what if I'm showing people around and if it's a neighborhood I used to live in, I was like, and there's the, the, co- the place I used to go get coffee. And this is, <laughs> this is the grocery store, the Morton Williams. I did that last uh-huh. weekend. I had a couple friends in town, which is mm-hmm. why I couldn't record on Sunday. And then, uh, uh, when we walked past the grocery store. I was like, I used to shop there. I'm like, Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Great. Great. <laughs> Thanks for telling us really giving us the tour. I like to do that too. I like to, um, sort of, if someone's visiting me, I want to say like, this is the way that I drive to work every day. Like, because I want them to see and think about my experience of going to work every day. Who, why would they care? But I want to show them like, this is the way. <laughs> I think more people should care about that kind of stuff because there's real interest in seeing the way people actually just live normal life. Yes. There's, yeah. There's this idea you know, when people's lives aren't going so well, I'm going to move. I want to move. I'm going to go to a new city and everything's going to be different. And it's like, it'll be different for a little bit until your life catches up to you there. And then it just becomes where you live with real life. And you find yourself battling the same battles at the local grocery store. Oh, you did it. <laughs> you fucking did it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good exercise. <laughs> we can't, we can't abandon the process too much. You know? No, you're right. There's, there's <laughs> something going on here and we're, we're going to try our best to build it. Oh, I hear your kids screaming. She's yelling. They're playing uh, Pokemon Catch. Which so one? she's really even... into Pokemon now. What is Catch? It's uh, you go around and you catch Pokemon and so you battle people. It's not like Go? I don't know what Go is. Is that the one where it's on your phone and you walk around? Yeah, where you have to go find them. Oh, where you go. I get it. Dark alleys. It's like I, uh, No, I, it's different because that's on your phone and this is a game. I don't have the Bulbasaur, and the only Bulbasaur in the area, I think, is in this alley and available between 2 and 3 a.m. Right. (laughs) Well, Travis found out that you can catch Pokemon on your Pokemon Go and then somehow link it to your your Switch, and you can use those Pokemon on your Pokemon uh, catch game. So he was doing that the other day when I was, like, struggling with the kids. Not yesterday, but some other day he was home, and I was – I felt like I was – I had my hands full and he was on his phone catching a Pokemon. I was like, could you please do this? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But in the moment you got to catch those things. I know, but ugh, I was no. going to, I was going to ask you, uh, cause we hit on it going through the toy aisle, but mm-hmm. uh, you said you like going to shop alone. Yeah. And I assume, and I remember this from being a kid going to the grocery with my mom. You see all those items, all those things you want, like, you know, tasty cakes and other awful mm-hmm. foods. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I assume it's uh, hard if you've got the two kids in tow and they see all this brightly colored packaging that's appealing and calling out to them and saying, please tell your mom to buy me. Yeah. Um, there's a struggle with, we call it mush. Well, she calls it mushroom cereal because she gets confused between marshmallow and mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> so like the... um. Lucky Charms, she'll see those and she'll really want it. And I'll have to, I had to tell her no because I give her the benefit of the doubt every couple of months. I'm like, okay, let's get it. And all she eats are the marshmallows and I can't deal with that. So 
I, I, it's not a fight that I want to fight. So we just don't get it. But that, that happens um, when I've had Pete alone. We've sort of gone by the deli, not the deli, the, um, the bakery, and there's donuts. And he can say donut. And he's like, oh, nut, oh, nut. And he really wants the donuts. And so you have to be like, okay, do I pluck this little donut out and just give it to him? so that I can peacefully shop for the next 10, 15 minutes? Or do I stick to my guns and say, because once you do it, it's like every time he's going to want the donut. So you have to sort of decide what hill you want to die on. <laughs> so, and it's the same thing with the mushroom cereal. You're like, could I just say yes and then I don't have to fight? Or do I need to like, this is stressing me out. Can we get back to just grocery store <laughs> Well, it really is all or nothing, right? That what yeah. you're saying is it would be nice if that one time you're like, all right, this one yes. time I'm going to do this for you. But yeah. no, it plants the seed in the head. Grocery right. store equals donut. Right. Or mushroom cereal, which really mushroom makes cereal. me not. And I'm fine with eating mushrooms, but it really makes me not want Lucky Charms. But then again, I, <laughs> I don't really like Lucky Charms. I, I remember eating just the marshmallows out of Lucky Charms as a kid, and it really speaks to your like your yummy kid mouth you know like your yummy kid phase where you only want the fat the sugar i mean ellie will eat like a glob of butter just off of her plate i mean she wants fat sugar and salt and i think that's the name of a thing on netflix right now isn't it? is it i think so i wouldn't I think be surprised there's so much stuff on netflix i would have no clue yeah <laughs> but it's yeah that's all she wants and i know as an adult i've i don't want you want the contrast of the sweet weird marshmallow you want those other also sugary but just different sugary um crunchy rice pieces like you want that too and it, when it's mixed together that's when it's really good and it's funny for me to know and remember that kid brain that I also had and watch Ellie only want to eat the marshmallows and still be like, no, I don't want to just eat them. I want to eat the cereal, the, the rice pieces and the marshmallows together. Like there's those cereals that you can buy at the grocery store that are just marshmallows. Have you seen those lucky charms? Yeah, I thought they sell those at the I've seen those at candy stores. It is the Lucky Charms only marshmallows box, but I am surprised that they put that out in the grocery store as if it holds any kind I don't think it's there of, all the time. I think it's like a special thing because I don't see it there all the time, but I have seen it. I just, what kind of parent buys their kid that? It's like, oh, all right, I'm going to buy you the only the marshmallows. Yes, regular Lucky Charms, that's not good for you. Like, like <laughs> you said, the other cereal pieces are coated in sugar. It's not yeah. good, but the fact that a parent like just the marshmallows okay let's do it <laughs> unless you unless you <laughs> bought it and you control the distribution which i guess you know i'm not saying that kids shouldn't have things like that i'm not that extreme right but i, I do think a box of just the marshmallows is a little ridiculous that's pretty crazy oh yeah it's totally crazy it's horrible and not ethical, just like stealing from the grocery store is not ethical. <laughs> I I would actually agree with you. I There is something unethical about, yeah. we don't even want to pretend now that this is good for you. We're not right. even going to lie to you. Or maybe that is ethical then. Maybe the transparency is the ethical part. I don't know. It's a gray area. Mm, interesting. I don't know how to even view that. Because the lying actually is worse. It's like, we're going to present this in a way. They always put the, the grains, like seven grains. The right. Whole, the whole, or protein. Yeah. No. 
Okay, great. That must be healthy. Yeah. I was looking at Honey Nut Cheerios, which have the this idea, the people in the, behind it, that, that they're healthier, right? Mm-hmm. They had more sugar than Golden Grams. <gasps> Did it really? Yes. Oh, you know what I've been really into lately is honeycombs. Yeah? Ooh, my God, some honeycombs. So apparently, and, uh, so I got the, I got into them in Wisconsin. Travis's mom really likes honeycombs. <laughs> and apparently they went through this thing where they changed the recipe and it was really bad for a while. And now, all the, if you note it, next time you go to the grocery store, look at honeycombs, and it's like back to its original flavor. Oh, so it's like the new Coke, and then they yeah. had to go back to the big classic Coke. <laughs> classic honeycombs are so good, and I like I like a lot of cereals dry. I mean, I like the milk with cereal. That's I get it, but sometimes it takes the coating off of the cereal, and it turns it to mush a lot faster. I love a dry cereal. Yeah, I'll eat uh, cinnamon toast crunched. Oh yeah, these Ooh, that's good. these cereals though, which are sold in grocery stores. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. The Cookie Crisp for some reason you would think would be something I loved. Eh, never yeah. really into it. I don't They're like the, horrible. Yeah. Weren't they such a disappointment? Yeah, I think that's why because you know what an actual cookie tastes like. And then you get those, and they're like hollow little styrofoam <laughs> things that just like paint on, look like a cookie. It's there. They still sell them though, right? It's still a cereal. I think they do. And then I brought up Golden Grams, and I got back into Golden Grams after decades. Interesting. Is that the one with that bear? No. I don't think they ever had a bear. No? Golden Grams. I thought they had it. Or maybe that was rice something. Yeah, I I, I vaguely remembering a bear. Golden Crisp? No. Can't get enough of that Golden Crisp. I I know what you're saying. What is that? that, Was that a frog? No, but the frog was the Honey Smacks. Honey Smacks. There that's was, right. There was a bear. I think he was Golden Grams. No, there's no way he was Golden Grams. No? I don't know. Maybe he was. But it just... Uh, I'm I, trying to picture myself at a grocery store going down the cereal aisle. Yeah, Do I get points for that? I think I should get no points for that. That was a good one. Uh, here it is. Sugar Bear. <gasps> Sugar Bear. With Super Golden Crisp. Golden Crisp. Yeah. And then there's a super, I don't know what the super Golden Crisp was. So yeah, the Golden from Golden Grams. There you go. The Golden. That's him. His name was just Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. Yeah, I guess maybe some things. uh, I don't know. Again, you're being very transparent. It's like, I'm Sugar Bear. I'm I'm the sprinkle on these Golden Crisp grains. Super golden crisp. Yeah, I don't know what made the super one so super. Maybe just extra sugar, I assume. But, oh, uh, and they those are the ones that are like puffed rice. Yeah. Which oh, I, okay. I think they were honey smacks, except the different like honey smacks it's probably Kellogg's, if I remember correctly. Oh, I see. And then that I, frog. And then golden <laughs> crisp. Stupid frog. Golden crisp, I think, was uh, a different cereal <laughs> brand. What's another cereal cereal brand? Post. I'm looking post. at them now. They're, they're post. Post Malone. Post cereal. But anyway, there was one more thing I wanted to hit on before Apple we wrap Jacks? up. Apple Jacks? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apple Jacks were okay sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, not a favorite. Uh, I just wanted to bring up the deli quickly, also okay. at the grocery store, which is a reason. At a grocery I store? Like I don't, because again, these people are there. They have jobs. You go up and, you know, you want deli meats sometimes. Delicious mm-hmm. boar's head deli meats so you can make sandwiches at home. For half the price than going to the store and getting one made for you. And, you know, you get a pound, let's just say uh, turkey. And I like it. You ever get your deli meat shaved? 
Oh, sure. It's like very thin, right? It's like so Yeah, like thin. turkey. You get them shaved. Yeah, it's not even a, a, a sheet of meat at that point. It's right. like it's, it's broken up. It's shaved. And I ask for it like that. And they, I never get a good response. There's always an eye roll. There's always a sigh. And then there's always this. They go to the machine and the way they work the machine is like their dissatisfaction is being shown to me. Because hmm. I guess for a pound, if you can slice it thick and be lazy as hell. And, you know, it's like six slices. It's like, I'm right. done. And who wants to bite into like a, such a giant chunk of meat? It's disgusting. And this is another thing. And I hate that I've I've cowered away from it at this point instead of taking some kind of stand. So, you know, going to the grocery store also, it makes me feel like shit. It makes me think, oh, you, you loser, you don't even go to the deli anymore. Sometimes they have pre-cut deli meats. and I'll just Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's fine. It comes to the deli, but it's because I don't want to talk to them and get what I would pay I'm allowed to ask for and I'm paying for because a uh, pound of shaved meat, that's going to take me three minutes and many back and forths on the deli slicer. You think you would be excited to do something. You would think, but you get to the point where people want to be left alone. That is weird. It's like the grocery stores are really show or like telling of what our society is where we don't want to, even though we are like a social creature there's a lot of what's going on right now where we don't want to interact with each other. The self-checkout, the pre-sliced deli meats, <laughs> cheese, if you yeah. want. Even even at, uh, I know, Publix, which I go to Atlanta and I like getting uh-huh. a Publix sub. You can pre-order them. It's convenience, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's still someone. I guess it's convenient. But you also don't have to wait in line and interact. I mean, if, right. I, if I were working, making the subs, yeah. I could see it's like, yeah, like the the e-order came in. I can make this not talk to the person. (laughs) And that's way less pressure, too. I feel like you could be making the sandwich in front of the person and they're watching you do it. And you're just waiting for them to say, like, that's too much mayonnaise, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How much mayonnaise you want? Uh, A lot. And then that's too much. That's too much. (laughs) I wonder if they get complaints. People like to complain about everything, too. Yeah. I hate Deborah at the public she makes the worst subs yeah i wonder if there are yelp reviews yeah just the public on moreland is great except for deborah she makes the worst ones like you just have to know when she's working i'm looking it up Publix, yelp uh look up the one on ponds god i miss Publix. yeah you don't like uh you giant- can't get good fried chicken here and I know that fried chicken at Publix is not like the end-all be-all of Southern fried chicken, but there's just something about fried chicken in the South. The chicken here in Maryland is all like tightly fried. Like the 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 breading is real close to the surface. And it's not, I don't know, like not, and I'm not, I don't mean like it's thick, like fluffy thick. It's like bigger pieces of crunch. They don't know how to fry any chicken here. Well, There's should... supposed to be this really good fried chicken, which is really strange, at this gas station called Royal Farms. <laughs> You're supposed like, oh, someone told because I was complaining, like, sometimes Travis and I, when we were last minute dinner planning, you know, like, he would stop at the Publix and get the fried chicken meal, which is like 10 bucks for a bunch of chicken and two sides. It was perfect. You eat it with a bunch of hot sauce, delicious. And we don't have that option anymore. We we're kind of trying to substitute that with something. Like stopping at a grocery store and getting a thing of fried chicken, but theirs always sucked at a grocery store. I did not bring that back on purpose. That was real. Um, but 
someone told me, oh, Royal Farms has said, what is that? It's a, gro- it's, it's a, it's a gas station. But it's one of those bigger gas stations. like That sells like Wrangler jeans also? No, 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 no jeans. More not, like, not um, like a love truck sh- stuff. No, 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 no. Not that big. It's like, yeah, the, that it's like a loves truck stops little sister. Is it like a buddies from Atlanta? No, because they have. But that size. Oh, that's a pretty mm, big. Yeah, similar to that size, but more like you can. I think it's at QTs or something where you can order food there, right? Like you can ask them to make you a pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they make all kinds of stuff there, including mashed potatoes and this chicken and whatever. So someone told me to get the chicken from there. And it's just not great. I mean, it was fine, but it was real greasy and nothing like my Publix fried chicken. And I just feel like being in the South, even though it is like a trope for it to be like Southern fried chicken, like there, I think there really is a thing. <laughs> no, it's interesting anywhere outside of the South and they try to serve Southern food and it, people talk about it. They you know, rant and rave about yeah. how wonderful it is. And you go, you're like, eh, eh, no, maybe for here, it's new. It's just, it's like, wow, look what we have here. Right. Now there's some kind of barbecue. Barbecue. Like, eh, it wasn't, it was fine. I've found, I had found, I found that when I was in Laurel and um, it was a predominantly black community that I lived in. If I sh- like demonstrated to them that I had any knowledge of black culture, it was like, whoa, girl, like it was this huge <laughs> deal. <laughs> like, what you know about that? And you're like, I'm, I don't know, from Georgia. I guess I, I didn't realize that I knew certain things about black culture until it was pointed out to me up here, where it was like, what do you know about, you know, if we're talking about fried chicken or talking about not fried chicken because that's black, it's more, you know what I mean, like southern stuff. Like, if we're talking about, I don't know, music or something, it would be like, what you know about? Uh, like, oh, I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> but you did know. You impre- I did know, You yeah. impressed them. Yeah. You were in. I was in. Uh, I looked up some reviews. Okay. Just, uh, this is the I feel public. bad about that chicken thing now. I didn't mean to associate that with black people. I don't even understand why that's like a negative, like black people and fried chicken. Doesn't everybody like fried chicken? Yeah. Why is it, that a thing? I don't understand how that became like a black thing. Uh, I don't know if there's a socioeconomical part attached to it. Yeah. I don't know if it or was watermelon. Why? Watermelon is just a crunchy yeah, but sweet people, treat in the summer. Why is that black people and watermelon? I don't people, understand. People take the stereotypes, which innocuous in its own right. Yeah. It's like, all right, you eat watermelon. People like watermelon. And I think that is part of it. It's like, who doesn't? I mean, some people don't, but most people like to eat watermelon. So yeah. then it gets assigned to rep- no matter what race you are, but it represents something else. Like it's not watermelon anymore. I know. Again, it's, I can't speak on it. So yeah. In depth because I, I really am not sure. I don't either. I don't know. I okay. Know. What were you going to say? Um, I was going to read some of these, uh, Publix reviews. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry to, I it just was arbitrary to pick the Publix it's good. On, on ponds where neither of us live. You know, in Atlanta, but uh, never shopping at Publix. When we are in Atlanta, though, that's where we go. Yeah, because you stay at the Highland Inn. That's right. <laughs> never shopping at Publix again. The quality of meat they have shouldn't even be fed to dogs. This is my wow. th- this is my third or fourth time with a bad meat experience here. And then that goes on. Uh, there's this one, though, about the deli. For being in the Highlands, this Publix sure is a dump. We went to the <laughs> deli counter to get some meat and cheese. We ended up waiting over 30 minutes total time with one lady slowly cutting everyone's cheese and meat. 
and she had a real sour attitude to go along with it. Then when she was getting our cheese ready, she shut her <laughs> four inch long nail in the cheese case and cursed. <laughs> then, then while continuing to slice our cheese, she shook her finger and we weren't sure if it was bleeding or what. We couldn't see, but all I know is I didn't feel comfortable with her cutting our cheese when she could have possibly been bleeding and probably her glove got opened in the nail busting. Yuck. So, see, people, people, it's a universal experience. It's a microcosm of our world. That's right. So now do you feel less alone? Yeah, I feel less alone. I don't know if that makes me feel any better. I, I, I like the idea of everyone else going there and being oblivious to the things I bring up because then it makes me feel smarter than them, which sure. is just feeding myself lies. So I feel better yeah. about my existence. <laughs> I have to say, I laughed pretty hard at this. And this is someone who's going through, you know, a similar experience. So. Right. They're just they're just putting a pen to paper <laughs> where you're just thinking it in your head. Yeah. So there you go. Here's another one. I was waiting in line for 20 minutes for a stinking sandwich before I left in all capital letters without it. I do not like complaining. I've worked in multiple restaurants and if they came, if they can make an entire dinner entree from scratch in 15, a stupid grocery store (laughs) should be able to make me a cold sandwich in 10 minutes tops. (laughs) So does that include waiting in line? Um, <laughs> Do you think I, that he I was wait, saying I waiting in line for 20 minutes That's what it says I waiting in line for 20 minutes <laughs> Says Catherine M of Atlanta <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh I turned it into a dude Yeah there you go So uh, I'm not going to feel better about going But there, I, th- I think what I said before Is a nice way to sum this up The grocery store it's just a microcosm Of the world we live in So next time you're there take note It's reflecting of what's going on in our society You have nothing to say, huh? I think that was good. I feel like that was a good ending. All right. Well, then take us out. Oh, but you're the host of this one. Oh, so what's the name of our show again? One Topic? One Topic. (laughs) It's it's One Topic, not On Topic, right? Nope. It's One Topic. All right. I'll remember that from here on out. Three shows in. No, it's all right. We we went back and forth and On and One is so close. All right. Well, there it is. Another episode of One Topic. Uh, I'm Greg Russ. That is... Autumn Fisher, and you can find me everywhere on all the social medias at Autopritz, P-R-I-T-T-S. You got anything else to plug? Subscribe. Oh, yeah. Subscribe, like, and subscribe our podcast. Give it a review, and that way iTunes can sort of bump us up and uh, make us feel important. Please, (laughs) please, we're begging you like every other podcast. Please like like and rate us. Give us five stars. Subscribe. We're going to start opening. If you don't, here's what we're going to do. We're going to open with every pod, every podcast with, hey, before we get started, make sure you smash that like button. <laughs> I'm going to do that. We're going to do 10 minutes of fake ads before we get to even just our first topic or our only topic. Yeah, we're going to disable scrubbing so you can't jump ahead. That's right. You so, have to listen to our entire uh, Casper mattress discussion. <laughs> 20 minutes. Hey. Could you imagine if we got to the point where the products come in and like, do a whole show talking about us, but you got to make it sound organic. Oh, God. I would never be able to. No. I couldn't do it. And you know what else about my Casper mattress was uh, <laughs> I made a website for it on, what's that website thing called? Squarespace? Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them, at least. It's one that you can build your own website with. Squarespace. I do- 
I do like the idea of uh, mattresses coming to advertise, and they all send us a mattress, and then our houses just get piled up with all these different mattresses. And just different products. Yeah, I mean, in real... I've got my, I've got my uh, Casper mattress covered in my Bolin brand sheets. Yeah. I'm uh, listening to my audiobook this... from uh, whatever that thing's called. I'm shaving, as I'm reading, I'm shaving my legs with my uh, Harry's... Um, I was razors. Do, I was going to do Dollar Shave Club, but yeah. Oh, Dollar Shave Club, sure, whatever. Oh, yeah. I was going to say some of the moisturizing lotions from Dollar Shave Club really have gotten rid of the face dandruff that I <laughs> suffered with. That I'm famous for. Yes. <laughs> but then I realized it's my brand, so I had to let the face dandruff come back. Because people said, "Don't get rid of the face dandruff." He's not the it's same. It's your thing. It's yeah. It's your brand. He's not the same without it. All right, yeah. that's it. That's it for this week's episode. Uh, We're all going to die one day. Yeah, that is true. I'll just say thanks for listening. Bow, 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 bow. We did it!